war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, at 12.06, it is the Chosen One. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. It is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We also begin our simulcast. <coughs> we have our unique summer backdrop. You can see behind me, it's the total Rhode Island with uh, the face of the Democrat Party, both in its leader and Dan McKee. Hi there, Kathy. And there's uh, James and everyone else. Folks, and then you uh, can see our, our backdrop. There it is. That was the famous uh, Calamari deal that they showed. Uh, Juan is now bobbing back and forth. But there it is, folks. You can check it out on Facebook. Please share that you are watching. Rob Bennett, Kathy, James, everyone else. Christopher. Yes, there we go, Laura. Oh, my God. I tuned in to see Mac. I want my cataracts back, says Laura. That is exactly right. That's worthy of some stars, for crying out loud. Folks, there is the summer backdrop. Because as people keep saying... Hey, you know, don't give her... No, wrong, wrong, wrong. Don't give her the attention. No, wrong-go. El wrong-go. What language do I have to say this in? No, we're going to give her the attention. Behind me, on the screen, this way, no, the other way, is the face. That's the face of the Democrat Party right there. So you people that keep telling, don't give her any more to shut up. Can't stand these idiots. Amateur hour. Hi there, Ren Gonzalez. There's Lynn Miller. No, wrong. We're never going to let them forget it. If you're thinking of voting for him, just remember the face of the Democrat Party. You can see it on Facebook. Please share. No, it's never going away. Go to email. One, how much longer are you going to talk about? Up until she's defeated. Up until election day. It is, Tammy. Yes. Well, the other t- stop telling me what the amateurs are doing in this marketplace. The chosen one knows. Crying out loud. Thank you, Jeff. Where's my, uh, my, my key thing? Oh, by the way, we have the new video up. <clears throat> we caught one of the excerpts from the, uh, from the, as you can tell, folks, we're very busy with serious business. We got one of the excerpts from the um, the Governor McKee campaign commercial. Mm. Well, we need to find out who he was. Somebody out there. Um, stay on schedule, Juan. Here we go. Here's the excerpt from... This is the clip of the Governor McKee digital TV spot, whatever... And this is no reflection, by the way. I want to be very clear. This is no reflection on his mother. But he put his mother into the commercial. Pretty good. <laughs> so he is. The, we found out that um, here's one of the outtakes of it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> mother. No, if you if you check it out on the Facebook page, we actually put the Mac ass in there. So <clears throat> I love these people. Don't give her the attention. Stop blanking telling me what to do. All right. When you when you're on the operating table, do you start giving instructions to the surgeon? 
How far do these people, when you, when you board a plane, do you start going over the route with the pilot? Uh, sit back and enjoy the blanking show. These people with these, t- you know, I like the people, what you need to do, or what I need to do, or you, you mean you want me to do? Remember, needs and wants. What you need to do, oh, I need to. No, I don't need to do that. You would like me to do that. What's missing is the word please. <coughs> God almighty. Well, the rest of the talk, yeah, I, I'm well aware. of. Do, do we really want to go through? I'm going to be in a good mood. I mean, I could, <clears throat> could tear down the rest of the so-called, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about an other stations, other stations. So, um, you know, as I've said, for even those that like Fat Allen, it, it, isn't it interesting that what Joe Rogan says on a Tuesday somehow magically gets repeated down the dial on a Wednesday? Huh, you'd almost think that someone is just watching and listening to Joe Rogan and then, you know, basically being a chameleon and going into that. You know, years ago, there were people that thought Carolyn Fox was funny. Then they heard Howard Stern. And they're like, oh, I get it. She's just ripping off Stern. It's the same blanking deal. <clears throat> um, but Someone sent me an email. I cannot confirm. We heard that grief counselors were sent to the Wapanag Trail yesterday to help Pork Boy that his buddy and pal has now been charged with child molestation. So very, very difficult. Hey, they're the ones that have that fat head on the air. But this is the commercial that we're um, talking about. Mom moved back in, we play cards. I even let him win sometimes. Mom always said it doesn't matter what cards you get, it's how you play your hand. Oh. We got Delta pandemic and they think this is a home run. Economic recoveries. Pretty good. We got rid of the contacts. <laughs> they should just have the mother in the commercial. Willa. Safety laws that keep our family safe. Not bad for a year and a half. Not bad. Governor. I, I don't know. They think that's a home run. I'm not picking on the governor's mother. He is the one that put her in the commercial. <coughs> I think they should just have her playing cards. As other people have said, you know, you would think this time that we're living in, that the governor would better things to do than, you know, playing, sitting around the kitchen playing Hilo Jack with 94-year-old Willa. So, folks, this portion of the program at 12.13 on this Friday is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. The weather is just ideal. Someone said to me, aren't you concerned there's a drought? No, actually, it can rain after Labor Day. But right now, annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets. If this is climate change, I'm all for it. Imagine we had this weather just like nine months of the year. Hanging impatience, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandibillus, hibiscus plants, screen lumen mulch are available, pickup and delivery, mulch, dark piney black and hemlock crushed stone. They are a full scale nursery. Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR, Landscape Materials and Garden Center. All right, now on a serious note. <coughs> 
apologize, folks. It's not a Biden COVID cough. Biden having COVID is still the funniest thing. But anyhow, on a serious note, <clears throat> those of you that follow One After Dark, and especially if you um, go to the website, I, I, I'm pointing this out because it, it, is, it is just my feeling and belief. There, there's value in this. <clears throat> there are people that, you know, you invest your time following the show, meaning Juan, listening to the show, watching the show. Many of you, thank you, supporting the program. <clears throat> and for that, you need to know what makes it different than other shows. And one of the things is many times, not all the time, but many times we have stories and news before the rest of the media. And if I were going to point to an example, this situation in Cumberland, which I reluctantly brought to you, and I did it in a very sensitive manner, by the way. <clears throat> I've heard from the family who thanked me for that. And one of the reasons I did was because there was this growing speculation that there was going to be an arrest in, in fact, the Cumberland um, murder of the couple. And so the, the, um, the story that we posted two weeks ago, I want to congratulate uh, Ethan Shorey and the Valley Breeze for finally getting the story two weeks later. Cumberland police say double shooting was a murder-suicide. Now, they still don't have... We still have more details. And the chief has said, and again, folks, I, I'm, I'm just saying it's up on petro.com. And I did a full one after dark explaining why, because <clears throat> people were asking, hey, what's going on in Cumberland? How come are you still covering the, the Cumberland story? And I just put it very simple on the website. July 10th, what happened in Cumberland? On Birchwood Drive, the home of Eric and Courtney Heward, found shot to death. Now, we have details here that the rest of the media still doesn't have and probably never will have. <clears throat> because, folks, I think by now many of you realize, you know, we I don't follow stories in the news because someone assigns me to. That's basically how it works. So you have, quote, talk host who they just react to the news. We bring you the news. Many times make the news, like the Charlotte Lester case. But it all depends on when you want it. Channel 12, police, their top story, death of Cumberland couple was murder-suicide. Okay. Listen, uh, on the one hand, at least they're finally getting the story up two weeks later. Channel 10. Authorities say Cumberland couple died as a result of apparent murder-suicide. I mean, if you want your news on time delay, then, then that's fine. 51-year-old, and what a jerk. I'm going to be very sensitive to the family here, but what a jerk that guy is. And if you want to know just what a jerk he is, the rest of the media doesn't have it. But I have it on DePetro.com. And I'm going to, I'm going to speak a little bit in code because I am aware that there are families hurting here. I understand. He was a son. So, of course, his family's hurting. And, of course, but, you know, main concern is, is the family of poor Courtney. But if you want to know just what a jerk he was. 
the reason why it took so long, as I have written about, is because they both had two gunshot wounds. <clears throat> and this is all I'm going to say about that. That just shows what a jerk he was. Couldn't even do that right. Couldn't even do that right. Feel terrible for poor Courtney. There's been speculation. She had had it with that jerk. What a jerk. What an absolute language that I can't even use. Wow. Couldn't even do that right. Her instincts were right. Shed him like a winter coat. What an absolute, what a, ugh. That's just another level. Do that to her, three children in the home. Even in the end, he couldn't even pull that off, the jerk. I will say this about Courtney. The biggest mistake she ever made was marrying that creep, period. And I know I may get emailed, think of the ch-. hey, listen, he wasn't thinking of his children. I'll say that. I feel terrible for her. Seems like she was ready to move into the next chapter of her life with three wonderful children. But the biggest mistake she ever made was marrying that guy. I heard there were red flags, and I heard there were family members that never warmed up to that guy. You know, and this speculation that she may have been interested in someone else. You know what? I'm actually glad. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm glad to hear that. Because she was ready to move on to the next phase of her life. She was, uh, you know, loving mother, well-respected successful business person all she had to do was shed that complete zero and it's too bad it's too bad it's beyond too bad it's tragic but if you want to know just what and and by the way i want to repeat the reason we posted this almost two weeks ago was because there was speculation that there was going to be an arrest in this case and as i stated there, there will not be an arrest in this case. And the Cumberland police chief, and by the way, they did um, put out a statement on Facebook. Let me just find that. And, I'm, you know, there, there's, there's some things inside of that. Um, John Gulfoyle is the media contact. Uh, final update, investigation. Because normally these things are wrapped up much quicker than this. Um, I understand they're working with the Attorney General's office, medical examiner, domestic homicide, fatally shot by her husband. What a zero. What a jerk. What an absolute... Also determined he then subsequently fatally shot himself, but needed two shots to do it. What a zero. Even in the end, he couldn't even do that right. What a jerk. Because of that screw up, the investigation took longer because they're like, all right, both of them have two two gunshot wounds. Chief Benzin, we're reminded, reminded there are three children who lost their parents, two families devastated by the loss of their loved ones. Cumberland Police Detectives, Rhode Island State Police, Attorney General's Office, Office of the Medical Examiner. So there it is. And then, um, let's see, Chief Benson did make some remarks to the media and said he's not going to 
speculate about, you know, there could have been some marital strife there. But I'm not going to delve into that, not at this time. Um, as I said <clears throat> last hour, there's definitely, definitely someone we'd like to talk to. Excuse me, <clears throat> in this story. <clears throat> and all you can hope for is that in her final time on earth, that that she was happy and there was there was someone, if there was someone making her happy, I'm actually happy for her then. Because she deserved a lot better than that. Whew. Um, let me just see. Asked about motive. Um, marital issues. The focus is on the well-being of the children coming to a firm resolution of the case, which they did. And it did take a full month. Police remain confident in their theory of what happened, waiting on forensic information, external labs, and the children were in the home. I'm not going to go on and on about it, but if you want to read between the lines, you can check out the website, folks, to Petro.com. And um, and once again, I also want to use this as an opportunity. I, I want people to recognize we approach this story in the most serious manner. I wouldn't have posted the conclusion of it on July 10th if we were not 100% confident that that was accurate. And I want you to understand that, that we would not have posted that unless we were 100% confident. That went up. I had the final say. That's my name on it. <clears throat> on July 10th, we posted that. I didn't come to it lightly. I was very confident we had all accurate information. Spent a lot of time on that. And now two weeks later, they release it, and it basically matches what we put. So you as the listener, I want you to know, and and, uh, viewer and follower of The Chosen One, I want you to understand that, you know, I wouldn't have put that if, in fact, we were going to be wrong on it. That's what I really just want to get across to you. Folks, this portion of The John DePietro Show on this Friday... July 22nd, when Biden is COVID, is brought to you by Propane Plus. Listen, for all your propane needs in Rhode Island, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Their location in Mass is in Rehoboth. The Rhode Island location is in EG. Propane Plus, three generations. They're available 24-7, service and delivery. They're going to serve you for a long time. It's really simple. If you use propane, call Propane Plus. Online billing. Schedule a service delivery at the click of a button. Propane Plus. Call them today. Highly trained service technicians. They're the best. (coughs) You know, the other day when I spoke to Peter Navarro, we were talking about businesses in our region that he respects. And Pina Navarro said, you know, I really respect the operation of that Propane Plus. Look at that. Go to their website, propaneplus.com. Very easy, usable website. Uh, User-friendly, as they say. Residential, commercial, type in your zip code, and you can get a quote. Always there for you. Now, listen, folks, you hear me mention the website, to petro.com. 
Check it out, petro.com, which is brought to you by Home Again Consignment. Stop in and see John. It is hot outside, but it's cool inside. Fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. He also does estate sales. Now, they're located Governor Francis Shopping Center. Easy to get to. You just take the airport road exit and then wind your way over to the Governor Francis Shopping Center. I, that was actually one of my first jobs, if not first job, was right there. Used to be the old Sutton's IGA. It was right there. And across the street is Home Again Consignment and the Governor Francis Shopping Center. John is terrific. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 5. And he gets new merchandise in every day. So, folks, that is the latest. Check out Um, You know, I'll tell you, in, in a situation like that, that is not a story that you can get wrong. The Cumberland story is not a story you can get wrong. Now, you also can read... Naked fat test coach charged child molestation and sexual assault. You know, this is another example. People, you're like, what is the difference? <clears throat> Speaking of Cumberland, who has been the lone defender in the media of the naked fat test coach is none other than Pork Boy. Complete disgrace and embarrassment. Basically acting as a surrogate, allowed to act as a surrogate on the airwaves for the McKee campaign. And when that story broke on the naked fat test coach, laughed it off, dismissed it. He's buddies with him. The whole shy or not shy. What an absolute disgrace and embarrassment. And right below that, talking about disgrace and embarrassment. The least popular governor in the country, also from Cumberland. Is Governor McKee, who is using, he is campaigning under the guise that he's doing official business. He's not doing official business. But anyhow, check it out on petro.com and you can see we have the stories, we have the photos. People love, by the way, the picture of the two of them in the locker room. Um, you know, I, I was totally wrapped up yesterday, so I have no idea. There's a picture. You want to know, there's Coach Thomas. And Dan York, kings of the court. There they are, the two buddies side by side. York with his arm around him, and they're, they're looking as they're interviewing a young high school basketball player. I, the, the picture speaks for itself, for crying out loud. That Aaron Thomas. You know, I also want to remind people, no one has stepped forward. Not one person in the entire country has stepped forward to say, uh, excuse me, the proper way to do the naked fat test is you have to have the child naked. Anyone that is reasonable from the very beginning that has heard that story, <clears throat> there's nothing uh, funny about it as Pork Boy laughed it off. There's also, there's nothing normal about it. And to try to, you know, that gives cover, like laughing it off. Ah, young guys, they get nervous being naked around other guys in the locker room. That's not what this is. That also misrepresents the seriousness of it. You know, I don't have to tell you that as a parent, if you were told, that your son came home, or daughter for that matter, but son came home and somehow explained he had to get into a closet with a man who was a coach, and then he was naked in there as the man was kneeling, as the boy standing up, you know, you can picture the visual. That would be alarming. I also want to just explain um, and touch on the fact that, folks, there's, there's a lot of... Um, Something that's not talked about is th- there's a lot of angst 
there's a lot of teen angst. Notice like a lot of the teen shooters, the male teen shooters, they become ostracized. They're outcast, right? Whether it was Buffalo or, uh, or Texas or, you know, pick a place. You know, males, teen males, as they start to develop 15 years old, 14, 16, this, this is going to seem hard for people to believe. But there, there is some element that people ignore that there's a lot of young guys that are wondering and thinking like, you know, am, am, I, am I gay? Do I prefer same sex? Like, they're confused about it. And if you take someone 14 or 15, um, you know, they're not confident about their identity. They're not confident about who they are. And so that's why, you know, they react a certain way if someone would say they, you know, they, um, they, they are same sex. I mean, it's, it's different now. And if you have children that are teenagers and they're very comfortable with who they are, I, I don't think that's a bad thing as opposed to hiding it or being fearful of it. So, but, you know, you look at the different examples of extremes. Aaron Hernandez, who seemingly now, right, we've learned after he died that he, it would seem that he was preferred same-sex relationships. Look at the lengths, the effort he was willing to go to in order to try to have this fake tough guy persona. You know, he was willing, you know, the tattoos and the gang and shooting people and someone making a comment and he thought someone made a comment about him in the nightclub and I mean it it look at how that ended up these Texas shooters my point is you know there, there, there's a lot of teen angst of someone 15 16 they they don't know they're confused they like I don't know I I, can't, I don't have a girlfriend I don't know how to approach girls right girls don't seem interested in me like maybe, maybe it is true. Maybe I do but like that. And they, they just, it's not the case. They just, you know, slowly developing. It could be the case, but a lot of times it's not. My point is, so a young guy, 13 or 14, in a closet alone with a coach and an intimidating coach, you know, who's palling around with pork boy, Saying, you know, the acting like nothing, hey, totally normal. What we're doing here, listen, you want to be an athlete or not? What, you don't think the professionals don't shower? Like, they're all naked in the shower. What's the matter with you? Do you want to be a professional basketball player or not? You know, trying to, like, shame them almost. So, I could see a young guy not going home and sharing that with his parents, much like you know, I remember coming back on the bus from Hendrickson, and then there's some kid that they start picking on, saying that he's gay or blah, 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 that type of thing. You know, do you, do you think that guy went home and told his parents? Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, it did, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we, we were riding home. A bunch of guys were saying, like, that type of thing. No, there's an element of they're ashamed, shamed, they're confused. Um, there's a lot of different emotions that are going on. And this guy seemingly preyed on it, Thomas. And I want to come back to that there should be some accountability there. There should be. You know, Pork Boy laughed it off. That's an enabler to do that. So, and, and, and anyone at that school that treated it like, I don't know, and I don't want to know, that, that's wrong. 
You know, the, the adults in North Kingstown let down those students. And they let down the parents of those students and the families of those students. You know, when you hear about some of the after effects of um, <clears throat> some of the, the boys that were targeted by, you know, the priest scandal in Boston that was highlighted in Spotlight of the Boston Globe and the film Spotlight. You know, many of them, they, they couldn't just like they remember the, there was the uh, the player. He went on, he played hockey at, at Providence College. He was a PC hockey player. That is a D1 hockey school. And he could never get over. Why did the priest single out him? Why did the priest pick him of everybody? Oh, there was a coach, I think, actually. There was a coach. So what? why him? Like, it, it's very, very decimating to a young male. And what does it say? You know, it's like when you're watching the Discovery Channel. And there's, like, all the, the animals that are running the herd. And then they pick out the one. And they all start to circle, right? And they go after that one. But in Spotlight, it, it, some of the abuse there, it, it led to, you know, drug abuse and alcohol abuse and self-loathing. Um, uh, uh, there, there, there's a lot of ramifications of that. And, and I also come back to, you know, Coach Thomas, the coach of North Kingstown to me, the way they set it up. And Tim White, to his credit, and Channel 12... That was that is excellent reporting they did. And in in the fact that they even reported that even after the school spent five grand to get a naked fat test machine for Coach Thomas, they put it boom right in the middle of the locker room. No more closet. No more in the closet. No more nakedness. They didn't address it. They did they, the cowardly way, like we're gonna handle it, but not really handle it. Thomas said, well, I still have to do puberty tests on young boys. So that was Tim White's reporting. I haven't heard it refuted. <clears throat> if true. Notice he's not interested in 16, 17-year-olds. That, that's, that's a predator. That is a predator, predator in nature. Right? Michael Jackson, all the kids flown to Neverland. And they have children battling cancer with siblings. Bring your brother along, older or younger. And they line up all the kids like they're standing at attention, like it's a military drill. And Michael Jackson would walk the line looking, looking, and then boom, goes over. What's your name? Oh, my name is so-and-so. And how old are you? Oh, I'm 12 or 13. Oh, okay. Now, what brings you here? Oh, my brother. This is my brother. He's 90. He has cancer. No interest in the brother. Boom. Michael Jackson has made his determination. The 12-year-old brother of the young cancer patient, he will spend the night at the house. Him and, I guess, the brother. But mainly just him. You know, the rest of them, put them out on the rides. Go on their merry way. And then Michael Jackson, according to all the investigations and reports, you know, would then say, um, you know, the little 12-year-old brother and his brother, they, they have been chosen. They will sleep in my bed. You know, it's like a big prize. They get to stay in my bed. Okay, where are you going to say? I will sleep on the floor next to them. I mean, it's, it's so twisted. But my point is, folks, 
they know who they're looking for, right? I've been to, um, years ago, I actually was uh, in New York, and I was, um, whoa, Channel 12's got some sound here. Oh, I like this. Channel 12 caught up with Aaron Thomas. Look at this. Oh, wow. It doesn't say anything, but I'll still play it. Is that Dan York in the car? No. I wonder where he's coming from. Boys Club? No. All right, that's the first time we've seen him. Um, I just want to finish. I, I have actually been at a talent scout I watched at Bloomingdale's. This is years ago, but it was in New York. And Eileen Ford, right, who had the big eye, the model eye, they literally would line up the girls. And she would walk the line. And then she would make notes or then go over. And, and there were maybe, and I'm not exaggerating, 300 young girls with their parents but lined up. And she's looking for that. She knows what she's looking for. Height, something with the eyes, certain complexion, whatever it may be. They're literally walking the line. Stop. You know, and out of 100, maybe find two or three girls. Maybe. Maybe. And do that all over the place. Cities all over the country. They know who they're looking for, much like Thomas. All right, so I want to play, um, I don't know if there's audio here, but I am seeing that uh, the Channel 12 photographer, this is the first time we've seen him, has caught up with Coach Thomas. Here we go. Mr. Thomas, Johnny from Channel 12, any reactions to the charges? Oh. Johnny Biella, he's a very talented, talented photographer. Drives away. All right, I wonder where they caught up with him. I can't tell. I don't recognize the building. So someone tipped off Channel 12. Someone tipped off 12 that he was there. Huh. Very interesting. I I can't tell if that's York in the car. Hmm. I'm I'm not sure that it is. It might be York in the car. (laughs) No, I don't think it is York in the car, actually. But at least... I like the Channel 12. Now, they certainly did do that with Senator Mack. Vote Senator Mack. That one they did not do. Nope. Well, I have no idea if the defense is continuing of Coach Thomas. All right, it's 1241. I do have some sound to, to get to. Goodbye. I like that Channel 12 is uh, kind of staking him out a little bit. That's the first footage, recent footage we've seen of the guy. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Now, remember, if you have an emergency, it's brought to you by Atman Urgent Care. When you have an emergency and it's urgent and someone's saying, listen, we need to go to the emergency room. And then you're saying, no, I have a better idea. Juan says go to Atman 
Let me get in the middle of the shot. By the way, you can see there's the Rhode Island sign behind me um, on our uh, backdrop. Folks, at Med Urgent Care, two locations. Why? Because you're not going to wait two hours as they're trying to get the translator there. At Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. And then also the East Greenwich location, 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. They're right across from Felicia's. It's At Med Urgent Care. Folks, stop in. Remember, not stop in, but when you have an emergency, go there. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, uh, cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, work-related injuries. They also do physical exams. And, like, Biden should go there because they have mononuclear antibody infusions. That could zap Biden and get the COVID out of him. At Med Urgent Care. The next time someone says, hey, it's it's urgent. We have an emergency here. We need to go to an emergency room. You say, let's go to At Med Urgent Care. 1524 Avenue in Johnston and 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. Folks, as always, as you can tell, visit the website, dipetro.com. You can see we, um, as I've explained, we have a lot of unique stories, unique uh, video Stuff that you can't get, uh, you won't see anywhere else. Unique content is really the word that Juan is searching for. And one of the links and one of our sponsors on dipetro.com is Brood Awakenings. I love Brood Awakenings. I was just there last Thursday. You could go today. If you haven't stopped in, just stop in and you'll see what I'm talking about. Three locations, Johnston, Cherry Hill, Warwick, Bald Hill Road, and also Cranston, Pontiac Avenue. Fresh food, it's so comfortable in there. If you're going to meet with someone, you're having a meeting of some kind, you want to do it at Brood Awakenings. And they also have a bar at the Warwick location. They have drive-through at Warwick. Johnston is drive-through. Cranston, it's it's comfortable. There's TVs in there. Uh, obviously, air-conditioned at Brood Awakenings. Well, folks, it's 1244 on this Friday. But I also just want to point out... Um, would, would Governor McKee, you know, Governor McKee, I, to me, he's not like who we thought he was. When he, and I think it's a problem. As a matter of fact, I know it's a problem. When he came into office um, a little over a year ago, <clears throat> I love Channel 12 has the footage of, uh, of Aaron Thomas. He was asked about the criminal charges. He did not say anything. I'd like to find out where he is. Nope, I don't see anyone in the car. I thought there was someone in the car. I thought there was a large-shaped fellow in the car. Um, uh, but I also want to um, just mention with Governor um, McGreed. Excuse me, folks. Let me close that out. Okay, there we go. Uh, with Governor McKee, uh, the fact that He is posting on his governor's timeline. This may seem like a small point to a lot of people, but I think it's an important one. Governor McKee is posting, like yesterday, he went to East Greenwich and was walking around and meeting with small businesses. Now, then he also, we're connecting with businesses across the state. That's not... That's not like official business of the governor. He's campaigning. 
So he is posting all this on his Twitter feed of Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee getting shots and arms. And a governor who let you his mother. Um, but my point is that should, it should not be. Like, one thing we, you know, the whole thing like with Tony Silva, they're just trying to say, see, no charges. N- not that he, they admit any wrongdoing. But, now here's, oh, okay, there's another picture of his gut of the mother. I, you know, I don't know what to make of this. Um, so he's got two, okay, so he's got two accounts and he bleeds them back and forth. Governor, who led my lifelong Rhode Islander. And I he boy, he's real I didn't realize this. He used to have Sabina Matos. Now he's got the mother at the top of the Twitter thing. Notice like she she is uh, Matos Lieutenant Governor's been kicked out. <clears throat> no more use for her, that's for sure. No, nope, he's either gonna win or lose as a governor who led right mother. Oh, there they are. This <laughs> Spoke to mom. She says thanks and cheers to a new fan. She's having an ice cold glass of coffee milk to celebrate. Again, I'm not knocking. My mom is nine year old. She doesn't miss a beat. I'm excited to introduce Rhode Island to my home team, my family. Listen, it's all a very nice story. Hey, wait a minute. There's a picture of him. And somehow Matto snuck into the photo. How did she get in there? So that's where the campaign stuff is. Again, I'm not knocking. That seems to be, I'm going to guess that that's his daughter behind them. And I'm not knocking, um, I'm not knocking the mother. I'm, I'm really not. So <laughs> I think it's nice. I think it's nice. I'm just, here's my point. Then what's your point on all this one? My point is, listen, when the bombs stop flying on him. Right when the three thousand um, dollar bonuses start to really get highlighted, that this month state workers are getting another fifteen hundred bribe. I just don't think playing cards with the mother in the kitchen is gonna. I don't think people care about that. Right? I don't think people care about that. You know, Governor McKee is a Biden Democrat. Governor McKee is is basically like Biden. Their approval numbers are almost mirror themselves. Um, yeah, okay. So he has a nice little commercial with his 94-year-old mom, and they're playing cards in the kitchen. And he's a governor who lives in the So I, I get all of that. But look at the cost of things. They throw around so much money. But th- there's definitely a pattern with Governor McKee where... <clears throat> I don't know how else to do they, they just fly a little too close to the sun, I believe. Um, he's just a little too slippery. And even the fact, you know, the scam he and Porkboy have going, right? Like, instead of just hiring him, you know, the deal is to Porkboy, all right, you, you help me win the election. There's nothing balanced by it. He's like a, it's like having a surrogate. And, and as much as people can say, you know, no one listens to him, that's true. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it's still, it doesn't make it right. Like there's, there's something, it's, it's unethical is what it is. Now, I, I fully get it. I mean, this really falls on the, the management that allows this type of thing to go on. He's, he's not a, 
uh, an afternoon talk host. It's, it's a surrogate. The McKee campaign knows that. They keep them there for a reason, you know, enticing a job. Help me get elected and we'll give you a full-time state job. That way you get the pension, blah, blah, blah. So that's, you know, last spring when Governor McKee came in, I was even last summer, I was pretty high on him. I thought, you know, it's kind of nice. He's a former mayor. He was friendly. I liked the mayor of Johnston, Mayor Policina. He was friendly with him. He was friendly with Mayor Lombardi, North Providence. I like him. I like the staff. I like one of his staff people that I respect a lot. I thought, you know what? Hey, why not? He's given a shot. But then from Tony Silva on, it's it's like the McKee crime family. And then we we learned that, you know, the whole right out of the box, one of the first things he did was that contract that is being investigated by the FBI. So and then when he gave the Providence teachers, here's 3000 and here's the contract you want. It wasn't in the best interest of the taxpayers. It wasn't in the the best interests of the children in Providence. The Providence schools are an embarrassment. Notice Senator Mack, who's next to me over here, she, uh, next to me over here, she never talks about, never will talk about the Providence schools. How about twerking for better performing schools? Zero. She doesn't want to talk about that. She doesn't want to talk about that at all. So do I have children in the Providence public schools? No, of course not. Is it challenging because there's so many non-English-speaking children in the private schools? Definitely. Of course it is. But it's also, it's, an ex, it's also an exercise in what they call the definition of insanity, right? Which is you, you do the same thing over and over but expect a different result. Um, to her credit, former governor, now Commerce Secretary Raimondo, and the education for Infante Green, they were pushing for... What Mayor Alorza called a transformational contract. What really comes down to, folks, is the teachers' unions have control of the schools. They won't give up. They won't give an inch. And there will never be any fundamental change as long as they're involved. The Providence schools are an example of a complete failed system that will not change or improve. It could easily, the only way to do it was they needed to rip up the contract and start over again. But they weren't doing that. And what did McKee do? He signed and gave them exactly what they wanted and then gave them each three three grand. And then with state workers who set the precedent, then all state workers get 3,000. Then the worst was they realized, okay, we better not call it vaccine bonuses. So instead, we'll call it retention bonuses, retention bonuses. And that then judges with lifetime tenure on the bench, we're given a $3,000 bonus. It's, it's absurd. I think with the amount of spending, Governor McKee, my chief criticism is he has completely caved to the political left. And whether it be driver's license for illegals or not standing up to the political left, just throwing money. There's so many people in the state that are not working. They won't pay rent. They give them all this money. They get free vouchers for hotels. Um, They're not solving anything. He doesn't, Governor McKee does not cherish taxpayer money. He doesn't. I don't know how he ever ran a business. Because I've never seen, he is like, you know, the old thing of a drunken sailor on leave. He throws money around like we've never seen. And never tax cuts, never tax cuts for the voters. He never rewards the regular, the business owners, the families, 
everything's about the illegals, everything's about providence, everything's about the progressive left. He will never stand up to them. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call them for a free quote. If you're thinking of getting your driveway paved, call J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. They are licensed and insured contracting company called J. Perry Paving. You know, I hear different stories of people, of different contractors that rip them off, uh, do shoddy work. Then it's like a hit and run. You don't get that with J. Perry Paving. Call them right now for a free quote. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one is better than veterans. If you're a veteran or your father is or your mother or your spouse or your grandfather or your brother or boyfriend, call J. Perry Paving. No one treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them 401 401- 732-1730 for a free quote, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1255 on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, you know, you want to cool off. I, I really, this weekend, would love you to try tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, the Centerdale Revival. Comfort food and cocktails. Shane runs a great business located 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Delicious food and drinks. Try out a new place. And on top of that, right next door, Stella Sweets. The humidity is going to start to dip down over the next couple of days, but it's hot out. Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. If you want to check it out, there's a link on the website, depetro.com. So the big story locally is the Cumberland police have finally uh, confirmed what we had reported on. And that is the fact that um, the Cumberland murder was a double suicide. And um, and so that's uh, has reached its conclusion. I, I want to um, commend. I do want to commend the uh, Chief Benson, Cumberland Police. Uh, Cumberland Police. There was not an easy case. It's a tragic case, as a matter of fact. Um, hard to believe something like that goes on. The you don't know what goes through someone's mind that they would do something like that. Uh, I don't know the father, Eric. I never will. None of us will. But um, I feel terrible for um, Courtney, who was his wife. Uh, mother of three children. It, it was just, um, just it's it's so horrific. There's no rational explanation for it. Uh, w- with what happened, it it was as we laid out on the website topetro.com. If you log on, you can see that the rest of the media now have the official police report. But two weeks ago, as I said, I was confident that we had the story, and and the bottom line. Right now, for anyone listening at 12.56 on this Friday, July 22nd, in Cumberland and surrounding area that people should be aware of is there will not be an arrest in this case. There will not be an arrest in this case. And what they're not telling you that I'm telling you, 
the one of the reasons, the reason it really took so long is because the shooter, the husband, he, he received two gunshot wounds as well. So um, to do that, to do that with children in the house, it's just, it's unimaginable is what it is. Um, I feel terrible for the family, um, obviously for the children, not only for the children, but the, the family members, especially of Courtney. Um, it's my understanding, you know, she was really well loved by a lot of people. She had just started her own business in March. She, you know, I hear all positive things. She had a lot going for her. It sounds like she was ready to move on to, you know, she was still young. She was only, what, 41, 42. Move on to the next chapter of her life. And and then you have something like this. I will say um, my communication, I'm not going to say who, but with some of her family and friends, um, they are wonderful people that are doing their best to try to embrace the you know the children here this is this is something that no one should have to deal with um it's just beyond the realm it's hard to even contemplate something like that happening anywhere let alone that's a beautiful street it's a beautiful area um it's just so there's just nothing good about it it's so sad so i've said it before i'll say it again our condolences really go out to the the family members of her, the family that is hurting, and then those three children. Folks, it's 1259. It's the John DePietro Show. And the next hour is radio only. We have a big hour ahead on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, where you hear the news first. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. I will be doing one after dark later. We're going to be doing Facebook Live later. But next hour, you can also listen at the website, depetro.com. We're going to get an update on the news of the day. The power hour is next. Leave it right here on the John DePetro Show.